Welcome to the Rewrite Your Story with Tasha Joe podcast, where we fearlessly dive into the vast realm of thoughts, ideas, and conversations that know no bounds. Buckle up and prepare for a wild ride as we venture into uncharted territories and explore the unexplored. On this journey, we leave no stone unturned and no topic untouched. From the profound to the absurd, from the mundane to the extraordinary, we delve into the depths of human curiosity and embrace the sheer unpredictability of life. This is the podcast where anything and everything takes center stage. Each episode is a thrilling adventure into the unknown as we bring you fascinating discussions, captivating stories, and mind-bending perspectives as we embark on a quest for knowledge, enlightenment, and endless entertainment. Expect the unexpected, for here, there are no boundaries and no limitations. Open your mind, expand your horizons, and get ready to be captivated by the infinite possibilities that await. So whether you're a seeker of knowledge, a lover of stories, or simply someone who craves the thrill of the unknown, this podcast is tailor-made just for you. Tune in, fasten your seatbelt, and prepare for a roller coaster ride through the vast expanse of human curiosity. Get ready to be amazed, enlightened, and entertained because on this podcast, there's only one rule. There are no rules. Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome back. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about manifestation. And today's guest speaker, I have a dear friend of mine, Christina. Want to say hi? Hi, Tasha. So we are so excited. We've got lots in store for you. So I'm going to go ahead and let Christina start. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So when you got a hold of me and said, hey, let's do a podcast together, what would the subject be? My initial was, you know how your brain goes, oh, we could talk about, oh, we could talk about, oh, we could talk about. And then I thought about this, I'm going to call it the wound. And we were talking prior to the show. So this is where things are at. I have a business. Mm -hmm. So I'm a life coach. I do Reiki and I'm a psychic medium. Started my business a year ago. In the last two months, I've been watching my bank account just go, just plummet. Mm. Not a lot of clientele. I know a lot of people are feeling it, but totally, it's opened up this wound. I call it a wound mm-hmm. because that's what it feels like. It's opened up this vulnerability inside of me. And I, I, for the last two weeks, it's been crying, trying to figure out what am I doing? What, what am, I, am I not doing? I'm not posting good enough. I'm not doing this enough. And I feel like I'm like insane busy, mm-hmm. but it's all in my head. And then I had this Oprah Winfrey aha moment where I realized I've completely lost my juice. Yeah. I've lost my why. I've lost my joy. Why I started doing this and why I started a business. And because as I'm watching my bank account just go down, 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 and I'm thinking, wait, I can't even pay my car payment. Wait, I I can't pay my house payment. Wait, I can't. Yeah. Right? Everyone is feeling that right now. And one of the things that I work with with my coaching clients a, a lot is we talk a lot about where are your thoughts, right? Where's your thoughts and mm-hmm. what's your why? What is your why? I use the term juice a lot because there's a process that I utilize for coaching. I use it when I do readings and I do it with myself. And I realized I am so far off of my own process. I am so far off in such this state of fear, mm-hmm. you know, in this in this feeling of lack. Yeah. 
And I thought, that's what we need to talk about because that's real. Yes. Yes. That's real. Mm -hmm. So I can come in here with butterflies and rainbows. I can put on a show. <laughs> right? We don't do that, do that on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I can do it. Yeah. I can do it, right? We talk about the shit that people don't want to talk about, uh, the uncomfortable, the real, the raw, the authentic. That's real. Yeah. That's real. That there is, for as much as people think as you have all of your stuff put together, the real is, I'm telling you, just a week ago, I was in bed. I didn't want to get out of bed. Yeah. And crying, I felt like a failure. I failed at my business. I have failed at serving people. I'm putting too much financial strain on my partner. Mm -hmm. I mean, just fail. That's what it felt like. And then, like, I don't – it literally was just like this, this – something snapped in my head. It was that beautifully quiet, eloquent voice that isn't scolding you but says, hey – like, yeah. what, hello, who are you? Yes. Who, who are, are you? you? Where did she go? <laughs> like, where did you? That's exactly it. Yeah. And that's so crazy, too, that you literally were just going through this because you know me. I'm huh. always very optimistic and I like to imagine the best case scenario. But that wasn't the case for me these last two months. I was literally starting to ask myself, what if I am going to lose the business because right. sales have been so down. But once you start going down that path, it just gets, you know, it's, oh, it's, horrible. it's scary. And I, I had the same thing, like a switch flipped. And I was like, wait, where the fuck is Tasha? Where did she go? And yeah. just yeah. made that decision and said, okay, nope, that's not an option for me. This is what I meant to do. And since then, things have been getting better. And yeah, our minds are freaking crazy. <laughs> well, and it's past stuff. Yeah. So I, I go into what I call the remembrance. Mm. The remembrance is it's remembering every single time in my life where I didn't know how it was going to work. Yeah. I didn't know how it was going to show up. I have never been homeless. I've never been sleeping in a cardboard box. I've never gone without. And every single time, every time there's been transition in my life, mm -hmm. every single time, something has shown up for me. So that's mm -hmm. what I call the remembrance. It's like, go into that state or at least go into your mind and use the end also. Not yeah. but, 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 Oh, I've but, heard but, that but. one, yeah. Use and also. Mm -hmm. I am terrified. I don't have any money. Clients aren't coming. <laughs> and also, I know I'm safe and I have always been provided for. Mm. And also, everything's going to be okay. And if, if all you can give is I'm safe. Yeah. That was where I had to do, I had that kind of in my head. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, okay, but what's my end also? Okay, and also I have a great partner. Okay, and also I love my dog. <laughs> and <Yeah>. also, <laughs> and you have to sometimes pick at the little stuff. And also, oh my God, look at this house I live in. Okay, and I'll Yeah. And then the remembrance. I remember this time when I went through my divorce and I'm like, oh, we're losing our house. I don't know where I'm going to live. I don't have a job. But, but, but. And yeah. I was absent. And then I remember how everything just turned out so like better than I ever imagined that it would. So I had to pull myself into remembrance. Yeah. So that's a good point. I think I touched on that on the last episode. When you start to get in that place of fear, think about all the times you've been there before and find the blessings that came Absolutely. from those situations because they're always there. They're always there. Yeah. 
So do you want to hear about the juice? Yeah. Let's hear about the juice, girl. <laughs> so there's this process I do, and I do it with my my coaching clients, not just about manifestation, just about things that we want to move towards in our life. Mm-hmm. So let's say I have this goal. So Tasha, as an example, what is the goal that you would love to manifest? I would love to manifest that I no longer have fear when it comes to the camera. That one I've been working on for a while. Okay, so I'd love to manifest being more comfortable in front of the camera. Yes. Not just the lack of fear. But yeah. Okay, that's beautiful. So when I'm thinking about manifestation, one of the first things I do is I ask myself, when I'm trying to find my why, when I state a why, let me rephrase this. So something you're wanting to do is manifest camera that's beautiful. Sometimes when we try to think of the what it is I want to manifest, mm-hmm. we go so big. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I want to save the world. And I want world peace. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a cake. Yeah. That's like a three-tiered cake. And that's beautiful. But what you just gave me was a slice of the cake. Okay. So the very first thing is give me a slice. And you did. That's perfect. Why do you want that? Tell me your why. Why do you want to be more comfortable around the camera? Um, In front of the camera? Just many reasons. I know it's holding me back from being more successful and putting myself out there. I have so much I want to share. And that's why I've started with podcasts because it's audio. But it's holding me back from so many opportunities. I feel like I've passed up so many opportunities because I didn't want to be behind the camera. Okay. So if I were to summarize that and just switch it a different way. Mm -hmm. So instead of saying it's holding me back, am I correct that you want to manifest a comfort in front of the camera? To step into more opportunity? Yes. Awesome. Okay. So we have step in front of the camera, opportunity. So that's your why. How's it going to feel when you get there? Fucking amazing. Okay. So that's one word, amazing. But give me more. What's it going to feel like? (laughs) Let's get juicy. Okay. Um, It's going to feel... Descriptive words. Oh, gosh. See, this is harder than it seems, isn't it? Yeah. Rewarding. Okay, rewarding. That's good. Confident. Okay, beautiful. One more. Proud. Okay, that's no, that's perfect. (laughs) That's perfect. So if I were to ask you to close your eyes for just a minute, we're going to go with proud and just sit and think about that word proud for a moment. Can you tell me where in your body you feel the word proud? Where does it sit in your body? Mm. If you're proud of yourself. Between like my heart and my solar plexus. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Okay. So now we can identify where that lives in your body. Tell me what color would it be? Green. Beautiful. What sound would it make? Mm, I don't know. Like you want the word of the sound or you want me to make the sound? (laughs) Can you give me a description of the sound? Um... I don't know, kind of like the background music of my high vibration music that I listen oh, to. <laughs> oh, awesome. No, that's good. Okay. okay so it's green mm-hmm. and vibration music. Okay. So what texture is it? Soft, like my fur rugs. Mm, that's beautiful. And then what shape would it be? Mm, I don't know, like a cloud maybe? <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> what element is it? Earth. Is it hot? Is it cold? Mm, It's kind of like in between. It's like just that perfect temperature when it's like warm but windy and the breeze, that temperature. Is it dry? Is it wet? Mm, I don't know. 
Okay. Dry or wet? Mm-hmm. Um, dry. Dry. Okay. So. <laughs> Don't you hate when you're like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> how are you going to put this together? I know how I'm putting it together, but all of a sudden, I've like, never done this one like before. my brain, yeah, like to my mouth, just like stop. <laughs> so now we know that it's green. The element is earth. And the shape is like a cloud, right? Mm-hmm. And then what was the texture? Oh, fuzzy like a blanket. Mm-hmm. If it was an animal, what animal would it be? A black panther. Oh, my God, that's gorgeous. <laughs> so normally, if I'm in this process, so I have found that thing I want to manifest. And I know it's never about the thing. We always think it's about that thing. It's about thing. the feeling. It's about how I'm going to feel when I get there. So then I ask my why. And if I can give just one word and I brainstorm mm-hmm. because it's going to make me, oh, my God, but I'm going to have. And then I find myself repeating the key theme. So when you're writing down your why, if you were brainstorming, it could be two pages long. But what you want to do is find your common theme. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a common theme here. And for you, you said because it's inhibiting me, it's stopping me. So I say, OK, but how can I turn that to the positive? What's the positive of that? Oh, OK. It's so I can have more opportunity. Mm-hmm. Not it's it's limiting. I go into the positive. Okay, so then opportunity. What is opportunity to me? And then I try to think of as many words as I can for opportunity. What is opportunity? It's freedom. Mm-hmm. It's fierce. And and I just again I brainstorm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's I okay. Brainstorm. <laughs> okay. And then once I get all of these words out, and I only had you tell me three. I, again, I find the common theme. So if I've written 15, 50 different words, what ones seem to match? So let's say I break it down to three. And let's say those three are confidence, proud, and what was the other? I apologize. No, it's great. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Yeah. But <laughs> not with <laughs> shit. But what I do is I take this big brainstorming of words and I and that's why I call it the juice because it's not anybody okay, well it's it's big and it's bold and it's like, no, give me really cool, juicy words. Yeah. Kind of like light it up a little yeah. bit. And then I pick three. And then I go into this description as if I had to explain to you what confidence was or what's proud. What is it? You've never heard of it, you've never seen it. So what is it? So I want to know. How does it taste? I want to know when I touch it, what does it feel like? What does it smell like? What does it sound like? Where does it live in my body? I want as much detail as I possibly can because we know with manifestation, one of the most powerful tools we have mm-hmm. are all the feels yeah. around it. It's the feels. So if I can take all of those things and write it down, then I can every morning and every evening set a timer for even if it's two minutes and get inside that feel. Close mm-hmm. my eyes, bring myself to that same place in my body, think about the word, and then think about green. Okay. And think about that sensation as if I'm touching it. Because what I'm trying to do is bring all of our senses in tune with that. Totally. If I can get you, Tasha, so in tune with that feeling, and if I can get you to several times a day just to sit in that, you will become such an enormous magnet. You will have no way to not attract that because you become it. There's no way for it to, to not be delivered to you. Yeah. 
because you have become a vibrational match to it. Everything in your being is being kind of turned on to it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. And I talked about that in the first episode saying it's just overrated how everybody talks about do your affirmations and whatnot. No, it's the feeling. You have to get in touch with the feeling. But I guess that's where I struggle because I think about all the things that I've manifested because I was so in my feels. Yeah. But it was more so because of like grief or, you know, like when I was grieving so hard when I lost my brother and I was like, I just want to talk to a medium so bad. And then that medium reached out to me. I have been practicing so much meditating and I have a hard time getting in touch with my feelings. You did perfect just now. Oh, good. No, you did. You were, it was immediate. But I mean, those responses came through in my mind. Yeah. But as far as the feeling, like if I'm sitting here trying to, you know, think about like, okay, I want to feel happy and what happy feels like and I want to feel sad. I can't get myself to like feel that sometimes. Does that make sense? It makes absolute sense. So what would you say for people who are struggling? What would be something else they could do or just keep doing that same thing every day or? Um, or I bring up a conjure. Um, God, I conjure up something juicy in my mind. So for me, something juicy is something that that lights, lights me up. up. Mm-hmm. My grandson, if I am in the worst funk and I'm trying to get myself defunct, there is nothing that will light me up more than start thinking about that one time okay. or this joke he told me or this little gift he gave me or or the day he was born and I first held him. So something that you know shifts. works. Something Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Music does that for me. That's how I get out of bed every morning. I literally sleep with my Absolutely. headphones, my earbuds right by. And if I'm like super tired, I will plop them in and turn it on and I fly out of bed because high vibrational music, just I love music. So mine is like old school um, trance or daft punk. Yeah. One of the stuff from back in the days when raves were all the yeah. thing. Nothing will pump me up more than that type of music. It could be anything. Do you ever notice, though, when I I think we've all done this, and and if if guys are listening to this, I'm sure guys have their way of doing this, too. Oh, guys, better be listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) But um, you're feeling sad. You go through a breakup, whatever it is, and all you want to do is sit and watch sad chick flicks and cry all day. Yeah. That's conjuring up that feeling. Okay. That's conjuring up a, a feeling. I think whatever is going to light you up, mm-hmm. whatever's going to light you up. And w- what's interesting is, is like that little exercise we just walked through, getting into, well, how is that going to feel? Okay. Sometimes I have to think about it. Like that is so much harder than mm-hmm. you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. To sit there and brainstorm. But it's always about how I'm going to feel or how I think it's going to make me feel. That's the key right there. Like, literally, you can write all day long and write out your goals and stuff. But if you just sit and get in touch with that feeling. Or think about somebody that emulates that. That's another cool exercise is, um, so we were talking about this earlier, like Mel Robbins. Oh, love her. Um, Just talked about her. No, Mel Gibbons. I'm sorry. Mel Gibbons, Tony Robbins. Who's Mel Gibbons? Uh, uh, Mel, Tony Robbins? Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins and Mel, Mel Gibbons. Robbins. No, Mel Robbins. Is it Mel Robbins? Mel Robbins. Is that yeah. her last name? Yeah. You'll uh-huh. have to edit that all out of there. <laughs> Mel Robbins. You Mel know Robbins. That? Yeah, you said it right I always earlier. Thought I, was, I thought I was saying it wrong. No. Okay. 
So like Mel or Tony, I don't care if it's Beyonce, yeah. it could be anybody. But a really cool exercise too is if we can find someone that we think has that thing we want. Mm-hmm. That's huge too because it's like learn from people who have already done it. You exactly. know, don't ask people for relationship advice if they're not in a good relationship, <laughs> you know? Like it drives me crazy how people are going to people. It doesn't matter if it's your best friend or, you know, go from people who are living the way you want to live, Absolutely. right? Yeah. But a thing you can do, it's crazy. Let's say, say I'm thinking about Mel and that's, oh my gosh, I just want to have this thing that I think she has and I want that thing, whatever that thing is, that confidence, whatever it is. Then I think about, I wonder what her day looks like. Mm. And so even if I have no idea, journal what I think her day looks like. How does she take care of herself? How does she wake up in the morning? What kind of, how regimented is she? How does she eat? What That's kind a of good what one. kind of books does she read? I mean, I've never done that. It you is just sparked something in me to where, like throughout my day, think about not um, a situation but a person who I look up to. Yes, and I've always had bad posture, and you know, Vito helps correct my posture. He'll like <laughs> poke me in my chest or my back, and I'm like, I know because I'm always slouching, and that can be something where if I start having those thoughts throughout the day think of that person. Yes. And then instantly I'm going to like stand up straight, put my shoulders back. Absolutely. That's a good one. Yeah. Because we do that already in so many ways. Think about our fashion mm-hmm. is a lot influenced by this thing over here we like. Sometimes the vehicles that we drive or that we want to drive or the music we listen to. I mean, we already mm-hmm. are influenced in daily life. Totally. So yeah. why not allow yourself to be influenced by the people that you admire the most. Yeah. Even if you have no idea. I have no idea what Mel does in the morning, what she eats for breakfast. But I act as if I do. Yeah. And write down what I think that might look like. Mm-hmm. Another thing is, if you're trying to manifest something, let's say business-wise. Uh-huh. Another thing I've done is, is I ask myself, okay, where would this person eat lunch? Where would that person have coffee in the morning? And then I go to those places and put myself in situations around those so same people. So smart. It's amazing. Whatever I need to as to if. pull that energy. Yes, I am absolutely as if. living as if. Yeah. So say it comes down to money, though. How Somebody could say, well, if they're eating at this five-star restaurant, what would you, your advice be to them if they're like, well, I can't do that? still go there, sit there, or, you know, like, would that be the answer? Or? Okay, so crazy story. A friend of mine wanted to be, she she lived in Olympia at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wanted to be a campaign man- manager for some of the locals. Okay. Um, she was a single mom. She was struggling. She was struggling big time back then. Uh, she would put on her nicest outfit once a week, uh, have her briefcase, paperwork in it. That By the way, it was like, like, Stuff from her her son's school yeah. that she would have with her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she would, he was like in second grade. <laughs> and she would go to this spot where all the locals from the capital would go for lunch. And she would have a cup of chowder and a glass of water. Mm. Because she's like, girl, that's all I could afford. But she still showed up. But she still so showed up every single day. And then eventually what would happen is these people that were there all the time, right? You're sitting next yeah. to a table. Oh my God, that is such a nice outfit on you. Oh my gosh, mm. that's so. And then she started 
just chatting. People recognized her. She recognized people. What do you do? Well, right now I do this. However, I also, and also, mm. So and that's smart. how she nailed her very first campaign. And she's actually worked on several uh, presidential campaigns since then. Wow. Yeah. She just put herself in a situation with a cup of chowder and a glass of water. It doesn't take money to put yourself somewhere. Yeah. And I'm sure that was probably intimidating for her to even do that, but she did. Absolutely. And that's exactly why I'm doing this uh, reality TV show because it scares the living shit out of me. Like it is terrifying but practice what you preach i tell everybody all the time get comfortable being uncomfortable and i'm over here like okay tosh like gotta show up and because even though it's terrifying also at the same time i can see past that and i see my future self yeah where i'm gonna be once i go through that just i can see it i can feel it in the confidence the knowledge i'm gonna gain i feel like i'm gonna come out a completely different person and you say you can't get in touch with feelings. You just did. Seriously, you said that yeah, beautifully. True. Okay. You're totally in touch with it. Okay. And future projection is gorgeous. Yeah. We get so caught up in the what ifs. Mm-hmm. We get so caught up. I mean, I honestly, like I said, the last couple of weeks, I have been swimming in the pool of what if. Totally. And completely forgetting there's just as many other what ifs than the, than the snowball you know, crap snowball that I've been thinking of. And so the many stuff people that's piling me down. Yeah. And so many people instantly go into what if it does this? What if it does? You know, like the positive. What if it doesn't work out? What if it does? Yes, exactly. You know, finding the positive in it. And I usually, I mean, you know me, like I'm very optimistic and always think the best case scenario, but I was in the same situation these last couple months. I'm human. It happens to all of us. Oh, it absolutely does. Since that switch flipped for you, have you noticed like things turning around or is it like where are you at now? Where I'm at now with it? Well, the very first thing I, I decided I needed to do, which is really hard for me, is to surrender. Mm. Just kind of lay stuff down for a while. Yeah. I mean... In this whole process of creation, we get so caught up in the action. We get so caught up in movement. And I know that everything is perpetually moving. I can't stop mm-hmm. energy from moving. And also, sometimes you need to put everything down and stop. Stop posting. Stop worrying about your TikTok. Stop worrying about the bill. Guess what, Guess what, Tasha? Uh, my bank account isn't going to be any different in the next five hours. Yeah. So why not just realize I can't change that in the next five hours? What do I want to, where do I want my thoughts to be in the next five hours? Mm-hmm. Because all that stress isn't going to change a, a freaking thing before that five hour mark. I, yeah. That's kind of how I went into it. Okay, Chris, yeah. Is this going to change by the time you go to bed tonight? No. Mm, okay. So maybe I can let go because I can't change it right now. Yeah. But just because I can't see it doesn't mean it isn't there. I took a drive the other day. Um, The fog had come in and I'm driving through Elahi and I'm driving, doing that windy road down by the water. And it was so foggy that you couldn't see that those sharp little S turns, you couldn't see the road in front of you. Like you, and, and I laughed out loud because it's like, um, Somebody was sitting in the car with me, and it's as if somebody said, 
do you think the road is going to stop? In other words, are you afraid if you keep driving forward that the road is just going to disappear and you're going to fall off a cliff? Mm. Obviously not. I know this road. And it's kind of like, then why are you afraid now? Mm. Like the fog is like a beautiful reminder that we don't always see where the road ends. We don't always see where the road's going, but the pavement doesn't stop. I just have to follow it. I just have to stay on course. Yeah. Yeah, Does that make sense? Oh, totally. It's also the unknown, right? And the unknown is terrifying. Yeah. The unknown is terrifying, right? Because we want to know. I want to know. This is going to be in my account and this bill is going to be paid. And I want to know. I want want that security. I want that nice, comfy blanket of security. Yeah. And that's that's the biggest thing, too, is so many people don't want to quit their job that they're miserable at unless they have something else lined up. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. Yeah, we've all been there. But also at the same time, like, oh, I see so many success stories from it where the people who literally just quit trusting and knowing that something else was coming and you too. Oh, I mean, you're a perfect happened. example when absolutely that happened. happened. I mean, let's talk about that. <laughs> You were like, okay, I'll let you tell the story on this one. (laughs) Okay, so I worked for a very large hospital system. I made extraordinarily good money, and I was doing that for 17 years. It took me 17 years to build that career. Mm -hmm. And also, after working on the weekends, I would see my clients. Mm -hmm. And I just despised (laughs) that job that I, I... it, it was salary based. They'd make you work really super long hours. And there was no sense of you're a person. You were just an employee number. Yeah. Was there, that this? That was the same time you were doing Reiki here at Mystic, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Right. So I was doing, you know, I was, I would see a client after work or on the weekend, and the, but I was still working 50, 60, 70 hour weeks. That's right. But I was miserable. And I'm like, universe, you got to get me out of this. And, and I kept universe, saying, just quit. I know. Just let go. <laughs> just let go. But I was terrified. It was mm-hmm. te- Oh, my God. I, I had this beautiful income. Like, how would you let go of that and benefits and 401, you know, all the stuff? And then, wow, talk about divine intervention because, uh, yeah, I was laid off along with 250 other people. You were miserable and miserable, but you were too scared to quit. So Absolutely. the universe comes in and lays your ass off. Surprise! <laughs> and then I'll never forget it. You, I forget what you texted me, and you're like, "Okay, I'm gonna tell you this, but I don't want to hear." How did you word that? I said, oh, thank God, that was so funny. I'm like, uh, by the way, I was I said I'm gonna tell you this, but I cannot hear rainbow butterflies BS right now. Yeah. I already know you're going to just hold space for me because it spun me the heck out. And then it was like a gorgeous severance. And and I started, I literally just started my business. I'm like, okay, I'm in business now. Yeah. My business has only been officially just like my only source of income for one year. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm breaking even this year. So I'm in no debt, which is yeah. almost unheard of for the first year. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, yeah. So one of the things I decided to do, and this is for people that, because there's a lot of people that are, it's really sticky around finances. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, what do I have control of? Like, wh- what can I, one, obviously my, my feels, I can try to 
manage the fear thoughts as much as I can. But as much as people don't like to hear this, and so hopefully nobody, I don't offend people, money isn't hard, hard to find because there's jobs, there's jobs, there's jobs. And are they well-paying jobs? Not always. But I'm like, okay, what would it feel like if I took that pressure off of me? So I just applied for a part-time job somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I'll have that first half of the day working and the rest of the day working on my business. That is a huge energy and shift. And knowing it's temporary. It's just... Everything yeah. is temporary. Mm-hmm. Everything's temporary. But that will take that weight. And I think that's that's the biggest... When I had said I lost my why, I lost my joy, I lost my juice... Because I'm so worried about the financial end, I forgot uh, it was no longer about service. Yeah. And that I want it to be about how can I serve people? How can I help promote change in them? Mm -hmm. Not, oh my God, nobody's coming to see me and I'm panicking. That's the wrong, that doesn't even fit. Yeah. Doesn't, that's, I don't want it to be about that. So if I can do something to bring in this little stream of income, and that takes that off of me. Now, now it's all about about service. Mm-hmm. And because and you love what you do, and you're so oh good God, at what, I you love what you do. And that's what it's about for me too at Mystic. Like I love knowing that I could make a difference and help them change their life for the better. I love seeing the transformation from when people started here attending workshops or doing sessions or any of that, and just seeing where they're at now and oh my God, it's just a ripple effect. And, you know, we can help that one person who then goes and helps however many people. It's just, uh, I love it so much. I will never go back to a nine to five. There's no fucking way. (laughs) No fucking way. Literally, my sister had said to me, because I was telling her, oh yeah, you know, sales are down and I'm freaking out. This was last month or yeah, around then. And she goes, oh, Tosh, well, you know, like, what about giving it up and coming back to do coffee? I literally was just dumbfounded. <laughs> the thought that you would even think I would do that, I would rather be poor and figure, I don't know, but it's just, that's not an option for me. No. So I'm no. like, okay, what do I need to do? Like side things like you, become an affiliate marketer, or mm-hmm. just anything that can take that stress off. Absolutely. Matter of fact, I actually did... Um and it was it was a blast, uh, and I'm still going to do it, is I was doing Instacart. Oh, yeah. I was going all over. I was doing people's grocery shopping. It was pretty easy. But were you enjoy, enjoying it? Yeah. So that's the thing. Not just getting a job to make money, but finding a side job that still you're having fun doing. You're well, enjoying it. it. Even this um, part-time gig that I just applied for. It's an amazing company. They're small. They don't want to grow. The way they treat their employees, I know somebody that works for them, they, they treat you like absolute gold. And the job itself is not difficult. Yeah. Honestly, the guy even said <laughs> my interview, you are so overqualified. And I'm like, let, <laughs> let that go. Like, let that go. I am. But the job itself is pretty light and easy. There's nothing. It doesn't feel heavy. Yeah. And so it's like. No, but that's what I want. Yeah. I yeah. want something that's light and doesn't feel heavy. I don't want to be put in another box. Yeah. It's just all balancing itself out. It's like, okay, so what is going to make me feel 
better. That would make me feel better. Okay, Chris, then go do that. Mm-hmm. Go do that thing. And that's what it all comes down to with manifesting is, yeah, being a vibrational match and acting as if. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just Absolutely. doing the things that light you up. I think it would be really good for um, people to kind of have a backup plan. So, because everybody operates different, you know? So having something for when you get in those funks, like music for us, yes. but people need to kind of already have that mapped out. So when they get in those situations, they know instantly, okay, I need to call that friend. I need to turn on music, you know, because you often get in those places and then you could end up spiraling or so having thinking about that thing that's going to snap you out of that funk. And I'm trying to think what else I've used besides music. Yeah, like calling a close friend. Accountability um, partners. I, oh, I am huge on that. Yeah. <laughs> having people that hold you accountable. Who are your people that hold you accountable? Mm-hmm. Who are the people that are going to call you out with love but are going to absolutely call you out? Oh, Who yeah. are the people of like mind? Not the ones that are going to bring you down. And like you said, not the ones that are going to say, well, you know, oh, yeah. what you're trying to do is impossible. The rest of us have to work. Maybe you do too. Yeah. Like you don't, that's not the person I'm going to be going to. Mm-mm. That's why I love about, you know, all of us here at Mystic and just close to Mystic is we're real. You know, oh, we don't absolutely. just tell each other what we want to hear. We're blunt. We're honest. We're authentic. And because we love each other and we lift each other up. Yeah. It's like that day. I was very honest with you. Yeah. Tasha, this happened. And here's what I need from you. Hold space for me, but please, just not yet. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm too raw and it's just going to want me to make it. I'm just going to want to cut somebody. Don't say that to me. So right I now. wait a couple days, I think, and then I write a long letter <laughs> yep. and dropped it off at your house saying, this is happening for you, not, not to you. you. Major blessings are going to come from this. And then they did. They started, you know, after that. So, yeah, it's just being real with each other. And that's how it should be with everybody. But here's the real part. We are these vibrational beings and we're creators and rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> and and I'm not making fun of that because I believe that. Yeah. And also, it's I okay. keep hitting I, my I mic. I hit it all the time. And also... I'm very human. Mm-hmm. And also, I have a past. Yeah. I've had loss. I've had trauma. I've had whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I know neurologically, on top of all of the, the woo-woo, I know that I have a brain. Yes. And the brain's function is to keep me safe. And so if it sees me moving towards something that looks like, smells like, tastes like a trauma from my past, It's releasing all of these chemicals into my body and pulling forth all the memories from my past, bringing it to the present, saying, see this thing in your world? It's exactly like it was back then, even though neither one is connected. Mm -hmm. So I have to somehow try to keep myself in check. And when I can't keep myself in check, then I need to make sure I have reliable sources that I can reach out to. Yeah. Yeah. I had um, a friend of mine say to me, something happened. I don't even remember what it was, but it was not that big of a deal. And um, he says, Tosh, you're allowed to be upset about that. And I said, yeah, but I'm not. It's okay. And 
it just came down to, I'm not somebody who lives in, oh, everything's great, whatnot. It's I've been through some shit and I choose to pick the things that matter. Not, you know what I mean? Like oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. I'm not going to let something minor get to me because I get to choose how I want to feel. I like feeling happy. I like having good energy. If it's something that, you know, um, grief, yes, I allow myself to feel those feelings. But something stupid that would normally irritate or annoy somebody else. Being cut off in traffic. Yeah. I don't let that get to me. Yes. That's a perfect example. I'm not the one. Road rage. See, I don't go there. I I actually make a joke out of it. I make a joke. That's just happened to Ken and I. We're right in front of us. Right in front of us. And then, yeah. But everything in front of us is coming to a stop on I-5. And I started laughing and I'm like, "Woo! they made it. <laughs> yeah. They are running late. Right. I don't know what they're late for, well, but they made it in front of us and that's all that matters. Yeah. And where I know people would flip their oh. ever living mind. And I'm like, they can't hear you. You're just sitting here yelling, you know, cuss words in the car and getting yourself all worked up. And I'm over here just like, okay, yeah, you're doing even... that to yourself. You're choosing to do that where they can't fucking hear you. Yeah. 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 It doesn't even phase me. Like I said, I end up laughing. I make little jokes about it. Like, right. <laughs> they are going to make it on time now. Oh my yeah. gosh. So funny. <laughs> oh. Huh. What else or do people we got? In Costco. It takes a lot to trigger me or to get me irritated or annoyed because I've worked really hard on triggers. And so if you trigger me, it's something pretty real, you know, yeah. not just getting cut off or not just, you know, I don't even know. I, I can't even think right now. But yeah, it takes a lot for me. What were you going to say, though? I don't know. I keep losing my train of thought. That's been happening this last week, which is really weird. I I don't think it's weird. I, I think there's a lot going there's on. There's a lot going Astrologically, on Astrologically, right there's a lot going on. Haven't been able to fall asleep. Like, yeah, everybody's feeling the feels right mm-hmm. now. Everybody's feeling the feels. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, I tell you. Um, I was going to say, what else do we got? Topic of manifestation. So right action. I think is really important. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the story. So there's um, there's this enormous flood coming through a town. And the man is standing on his porch. And the, the water's made it all the way up to his porch. So this little rowboat comes by and says, hey, come on. You know, we need, we need to evacuate. And he's like, nope. Nope. God's going to save me. I'm going to be fine. And it, so they couldn't move him. They're like, okay. And they moved on. So water is rising. Now the man is standing on the roof of his home and there's a bigger boat that comes by we're talking like coast guard sir we need to get you evacuated they try to get him off and he's like no 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 i'm gonna be saved i'm gonna be saved i believe and i'm gonna be saved and so finally they they have to go and save other people and they leave so now the man is chest deep in water that's almost toppling him over and he's literally standing on his chimney he has a helicopter above him. The guy's coming down the little string on the, in the helicopter and, and is trying to reach him. And he's waving him and he's saying, no, I'm going to be, will you stop it? I believe, I believe. <laughs> well, the man dies. And now he's in heaven. He's at the pearly gates and he's really pissed off. And he's like, look, God, you say believe. And I believed. And 
I drowned. Like, what kind yeah. of crap is that? And God looked at him and said, are you kidding me? I sent you a rowboat, the Coast Guard, mm. and a helicopter. Yeah. So I think right action sometimes, and it's being able to see, it's being able to, to pay attention and, and sometimes just, how do, how do I say that? It's yeah. like this whole thing with this little part-time job. Stress, 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 stress. And then the person I know that works there says, you know, we have this thing. It would take that pressure off you. You don't have to stay. You have no obligation. Yeah. But you would have plenty of time to work on your business and also no money, no, no money stress. And you could do this with your eyes closed. And I'm like, it's literally right in front of my face. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I have an in. I can get you an interview. It's right in front of my face. Yeah. It's my rowboat. Yeah. So it's stepping on, realizing I don't have to give up anything. I'm not obligated. But I think the universe puts stuff right in front of us. And All it's, the time. it's taking action, right? Yeah. The universe has always given us signs. And, you know, we live in this fast-paced world where we just are oblivious to them. But that is another thing. It, whether it's spirit animals, numerology, um, you can be in line and thinking about a question and then a couple in front of you is talking about what you were just thinking. Like the universe delivers messages in so many different ways. Absolutely. But it's, yeah, paying attention and totally. It takes so much more than than it, an affirmation or a mantra. Yeah. I personally think, and I don't know if you'll totally agree with this, but I honestly think that's one of the ways that the whole industry around manifestation mm-hmm. has failed us. Yeah. Like The Secret, the movie The Secret, which had really, really good juicy meat in that movie, got it so muddled up because all they talked about is you can be a millionaire. Oh, yeah. It's like everything comes down to that. Just do this course and you can just do this course. But if there's a part of you inside, and I think that's the other part to manifestation, if you don't at your core believe it, yes, I can say it a million times. A million times. But if, if you don't believe it. I don't it, believe it, mm-hmm. my energy doesn't match that thing. My energy doesn't match those words. Yeah. So sometimes we have to think about the words that we're saying. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And maybe rewrite my affirmation to something I truly do believe. Something when I say it, it doesn't cause me to feel cringe. Totally. No, I, that's a really good point. Kind of like, um, I just took this course and, you know, when you have a huge manifestation, like you said, like a millionaire, that seems so unreachable, right? Like it's so far away. So break that down and, or not even break that down. I'm sorry, go above that. Like, so what happens when you get there? Now you are a millionaire. What next? Right. So it's the vision beyond the vision. So it brings that millionaire manifestation closer to you. Do you get what I'm saying? Makes so you keep, perfect Yeah, sense. you keep going above and above. So it doesn't seem so scary. And don't be afraid to pretend. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I think people, yeah. I mean, I hear that a lot from people like, oh, my gosh, that's so silly. Like, I really want to do this, but that's so silly. That doesn't really happen. And I'm guaranteeing you I can find 10 examples of people Really? Where it actually happened. Think oh, about it all duh. the time. Yeah. We could find examples of people that we look up to that are like, but did you not know I, I lost everything or I was in bankruptcy 
or I was divorced. Oh, by the way, I had my legs blown off, but um, I'm a triathlete now. Or mm-hmm. you can consistently find examples of impossibility showing up. Oh, I believe in the impossible 100%. And when you're saying that, I'm like, that's so funny because it just made me think I'm so grateful that I'm surrounded by incredible people because nobody would ever be like, oh, that's unreachable or that's silly. We all are like, oh, fuck yeah, you can do that. We motivate each other and like hype each other up. So I haven't, it just made me think like, oh, wow, I haven't really been around any people like that in a while. So that feels good. You know, your tribe is just like, yeah, you need to have a tribe that believes in that same way. Absolutely. What's sad though is a lot of people have parents who mean well that say very diminishing things of our dreams sometimes we also have proof in our reality so our brains are hardwired to look for danger so it doesn't know the difference between the bully on the playground in second grade or an attack from a saber-toothed tiger Mm -hmm. your brain the primitive brain doesn't really know the difference so we're hardwired to A, look for negative, because mm-hmm. negative means it might be danger. Secondly, our brains want to find quantitative proof. It wants to quantify proof of its belief systems. Mm-hmm. So m- m- my brain is going to scan my world to prove to me, see, told you, that's why, see, see, you're broke. This can't really work. See, 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 this is why you're alone, because... So anything that comes up in my world, it's always scanning to look for ways to prove itself right, the good and the bad, the stuff that works for us and the stuff that's going to hold us back. Does that make sense? Totally. That's how my mom is. The second I told her about the blocks, she instantly was like, is this fake? What if you're getting sex trafficked? I'm like, why do you instantly go there? I'm sitting here excited. Do I do my research and stuff? Yeah. But it's like, it's crazy to see the direction people's minds go with mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason. I mm-hmm. mean, neurologically, there's a reason that it's happening that way. And then depending on your past traumas, it's absolutely going to go into that direction. Yeah. So what would you say as far as like how to work on getting rid of that? If somebody is feeling like, oh, I do think like that a lot. The negative? Yeah. Why? Turn into a three-year-old. The first thing is ask it why. I stop that voice dead in my head. Mm. And that can be hard. I'm proof that that's hard. For the last two weeks, I've been in an absolute rabbit hole of fear. And I'm not even going to lie about that. Yeah. Until that, like, I had to pull myself out. And and it was like something screaming in my head going, Chris, what? Where'd you go? Where did you go? What do you do for a living again? Mm, Right? Like. Sister, practice what you preach. That's so funny that we're both going through that same thing during the same time. Everybody, (laughs) like, yeah, everybody around me that I talk to, the people that I think have, like, wow, I really look up to them. They have their stuff together and they're like, I'm drowning right now. So everybody was all in these fields. So the question is, what would I say? So if I was coaching that person, I would say, whose voice is that? Whose voice? Is it true? Oh, I use that a lot. Why is is it true? true? Why is that true? Who told you that was true? And what evidence do you have in your world to prove that that's true? Yeah. Because you're not 
here, and this was probably the biggest lesson in my lifetime, and I think it's still the lesson I'm moving through. We are not here to be small. Yeah. We're not here to be small. We're here to be seen. We're here to be big, brave. We're here on purpose for a purpose. Yeah. Every single one of us. That doesn't mean I am going to have a syndicated TV show. Maybe that's not my purpose. Yeah. But I'm here for a reason. It It, it isn't to be small. No. Yeah. It isn't. So ask yourself, why? Why? Whose voice is that? Who said that to you? Mm-hmm. Where did that story come from? And what's interesting about beliefs, I like to, to compare it to Santa Claus. And this really does come into play with manifestation. So Santa Claus, the belief in Santa Claus comes to us verbally, right? Yeah. We're told as kids about yep. Santa, the big reindeer, blah, blah, blah. But stories also, belief systems come from any time it any type of external stimuli. Mm-hmm. So we get stories that are nonverbal. So think about the Santa Claus propaganda. I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. Pictures of Santa and posters of Santa, movies and books. So we can get messages, stories, without anybody ever saying anything. Mm. So mom and dad constantly fighting, and it's about me. I tell myself a story about that. Dad's constantly disappearing. My brain creates a story around that. Men don't stay. So true. I mean, so especially for a child, they have no way to cognitively think their way through. Mm -hmm. So a lot of our storylines are coming from way, way young. So we have to sit. That we created. Yes. Yeah. But again, why? Because our brains are trying to keep us safe. Mm -hmm. So it creates this storyline and and because we repeat it so many times to ourselves, we believe it. Oh, we absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the scariest part is becomes a part of how we identify. Yeah. And an identity is: does it dictate how you show up in the world? Does it dictate how you show up in the world? It's good shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it dictates how I show up, if it limits me, so as an example. You on camera. Mm -hmm. It's like, what's the why? What's the story? What is it about your reflection and you seeing yourself? What is the storyline behind that? There's something, because if it dictates whether or not I'm doing it, like I will avoid a camera, why? What is the story behind that? And that, so that's where I struggle because as you know, I'm always trying to dig in and heal my trauma and get to the root of it. But for someone who doesn't remember her childhood mm-hmm. and I can't necessarily go and ask anybody because that's just going to be their version. So how do I get to the root of that? I mean, there's certain things I remember. Yeah, my mom was very critical about her appearance and my sister and, you know, We'd be watching a TV show and they'd be like, oh, God, look at this. Look at this. And I'm over here like, what? I don't see it. How do you even get to the root of it? I'm still trying. Um, can I walk you through an exercise? Yeah, definitely. Yes, and, please. And I think you'll be able to do this really easy. Um, and anybody can do this. It's Sometimes it's harder to do it for yourself, but yeah. you absolutely can. Okay. Do me a favor. Close your eyes. Okay. And I just want you to think about, like, really think about being on camera there's a crew they're in front of you camera uh, lights are everywhere I mean you are the focal point 
where do you feel that sensation in your body? Where do you feel the stress of that in your body? Um, I don't know if it's like, I felt like a couple different things okay. like in my stomach, but then it went up like into my throat. Okay. Okay. Let's stick with the throat. Okay. So put yourself in that situation in your mind the best that you possibly can. We're kind of going to do the same thing, but with a little bit of a catch. So you're on camera. All focus is on you. You're going to be seeing yourself on TV. You're going to maybe have posters over yourself. It is full on. And if you're in that sensation in your throat, what is the sensation? Is it tight? Is it con a constraint? Is it painful? Mm, almost like I'm going to like choke. Okay. So a choking sensation. What color is it? Purple. <laughs> what shape is it? A triangle. What would it sound like? Mm, like a crow cacaing. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. Stay with it. Stay okay. with it. What texture is it? Hard. What would it taste like? Shit. <laughs> okay, perfect. No, stay there. What's its name? First thing that comes to your mind. Oh. What's its name? Henry. Henry. What, how old is Henry? Two. How is Henry keeping you safe? He's not. Okay. Why is he there? I don't know. Ask him. Why is Henry there? Why are you here, Henry? <laughs> is he afraid? Yeah, afraid and nervous. Okay. Okay, stay with him there. What happened? Or no, I'm going to ask him. Ask Henry, what does he need from you to feel safe? To know you're enough. Okay, can you tell him he's enough? Say it three times into to him. Out louder in my head. And you, you can say it in your head. Henry, you're enough. You are seen. You are valid. And you're enough. Henry, you are seen. You are valid. And you're enough. Take a deep breath in. Breathe out. Still stay with Henry. Is Henry willing to step aside and let you take over now if you promise to always take care of him? Yeah. To keep him safe? Okay, nice deep breath in. Exhale, super lion's breath. Okay, go back to that sensation. You're on camera, lights are on you, pictures of you, film of you, be in your throat. What color is it now? Blue. What is the texture? Soft. What is the taste? Mm, delicious. <laughs> What is the shape? A heart. What sound would it make? Like cheering. Okay, wonderful. Nice deep breath in and release. There you go. That's what I would do. Now I'm good to be on camera? <laughs> we at least got the energy moving through yeah. it. I've actually had some really profound things happen when doing this exercise with my clients. I just feel lighter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So trauma lives in our body. Mm -hmm. And again, when it comes to manifestation, so people might be listening going, what is this? Any of this have to do with <laughs> manifestation? It does. It, it really does. does. Yeah. Because if I have trauma that's still all 
stuck in my body system. And I have a belief that I don't matter, that I will never find a partner. I have a belief I am not worthy of, of having success. And I'm sitting every day with my mantras and I'm journaling and I'm interpretive dancing. I could do it all. But if I don't believe it, my brain will find every single way mm -hmm. to sabotage me, not because it's my enemy. It's trying to keep me safe from something. And so we have these things that happen in our lifetime. And again, if it happened when we're a child, Tasha, we don't have a way like what happened to me when I was three, I can talk about it at 55 now and yeah. I can rationalize it. But at three, I don't have that verbiage. So I internalize it instead. And that energy gets stuck in my body. So what we just did was find where does that energy live? And it's interesting that it was in your throat. It's interesting to me because it has to do a lot with our communication. I'm glad you brought that up because I was kind of shocked that it was in my throat because I'm somebody who I speak my truth. I am very honest. I speak up for myself. I say it how it is, but I think it's more so I don't I don't know what it is. But actually. isn't being seen a form of expression? Yeah. Being seen is a form of expression. Secondly, and not trashing your family, I'm not yeah. trashing anybody. But if I am consistently hearing critique about appearance, 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 that's communication coming that I'm hearing. So that energy center is not just about how do I communicate. That energy center can get trauma in it from what's been communicated to me. Oh, that's totally. a big message, a big message. Because if I'm never enough and I'm constantly having to strive to be this. I feel like I'm always trying to prove myself. Yes, you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that would have been a message you would have, have seen. And that's a really e easy message to get. Yeah. Even if they never said that to you, if you're constantly seeing it, like, oh, my God, is she wearing? Oh, my God, is she? Oh, my God, is she? And women are the worst. We are the worst yeah. to each other <laughs> that way. We are so horrible to each other that way. But if that's your constant messaging, the story that I'm getting is you're not worthy unless you're freaking on point. Oh, and being compared to my sister my whole life, I know it was unintentional, but I remember like my sister always being told, you're so smart or why can't you just chill like your sister? And again, not bashing. And I've said this in previous episodes. I am here to talk about all of this. All the you stuff. Know? Yeah. And it wasn't their fault. They did what they knew how to do. And yeah, goes on. But um, yeah, definitely. I feel like there's this need and just want to like, I can't wait till I show them when I yeah. try to remove that because I can tell myself, I don't care if they believe it or not. But deep down, there still is that like wanting that validation that that I'm smart enough that I'm good enough. And do that exercise with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I work through my crud. What is your name? That is the most powerful thing in the world. That fear that lives in me about money, where does it live in my body? And once I pinpoint it, ooh, I feel the tension in my shoulders. Oh my God, my stomach's tight. Okay. I go through the same thing in my head. What is the color? What is it? And then finally I say, what is your name? And it's like the name so will just for, come to you. Okay. So that's what I was going to say too, because. 
that stuff doesn't necessarily just come to me like it does for a lot of people and I don't have visions or so it's kind of like the first thing that I make up but are you really making it up what says you're making it up exactly that's I tell people don't question it okay that's your brain okay give me the first thing that comes to your mind yeah and just go with it okay so I have like all these personalities (laughs) (laughs) typical Gemini right (laughs) but I mean um I'll be like like oh that's Becky in other words that's that part of me that was six years old and saw this thing or experienced this thing and it set this fear into motion so when I'm feeling anxious about a certain situation I can tap in immediately go oh that's in my gut oh that's Becky that's so smart and does it, so good. Does like, it make it down, all Linda. go away? <laughs> right. Yeah. Having Shut something. it down, Becky. Yeah. Like coming up with a name for each thing. Yes. You know, or the things Naming you want to like work powerful. on. powerful. Do you know what you do by doing that? You separate it from yourself. Mm. You, 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 that's you not cause Tasha. separation. That's Becky. Exactly. Yeah. And the moment that I can create that separation neurologically by doing that, now I can sit and communicate with it. I'm not fighting it. I'm communicating with it. That's really good. I have brought that up for the ego at a full moon circle. I said, give it a name. So that way, but I haven't really, you know, all these things come up and you teach it, right? But yeah. then you forget to use it in your oh, everyday hello. life. <laughs> Did I tell you I was in, in my bed crying right? last week? Yeah. 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 It's very hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do it for ourselves. Yeah. Just because I can do some really really kick-ass sessions with a person doesn't mean it's like that whole heal or heal thyself thing. That's hard. Yeah. I mean, I teach it all the time. Do you remember, I think it was like six months ago, I even did an Instagram post, but do you remember me telling you about my mailman, Tim, how he had cancer? Have I followed up with that? Like, or do you, was the last time I told you about it just when it all happened? Well, have I told when you it the happened? outcome? Yes. Oh, I did tell you the you outcome. Text, yeah, you sent me a voice memo. Oh, that's right. The other day. Okay, that's okay, right. Okay, so somebody that you and I know did a photo shoot for me for all okay. my business photos. Okay. Um, and then I invited her to come to my network group with me. And after the meeting, she stopped me and she said, I don't think you remember me. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, before the photo shoot, do you know I came to see you? And I'm like, you did? And she said, yeah, when you were at Mystic, I came for a healing session. And I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I'm so sorry. And she said, no, I just need you to know I could have died Mm. from what I had going on. And in the session, you said, oh, by the way, your grandmother's here. And this is what she's saying it has to do with. We go get it checked. She said, if not for you saying that, I could have died. How do you even That's your why right there. Right? That's That's my why. That's your why. That's my why. It's when people come back and go, I don't think you understand how that changed me. And I, I, just like anybody else, uh, what? My head blows up a little bit. Yeah. And I don't even know how to respond. That is the feeling to tap into. That is it. So a lot of you don't know, but my mailman had um, got diagnosed with, what was it, stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma? It was just- I can't remember if it was Hodgkin's or non-Hodgkin's. It yeah, was very bad. It was very bad. He had like less than 30% chance to live. And he said, I'm done. I'm checking out. And that didn't work for me. I was like, no, no, no. Like, hey, I can help you. I can guide you, tell you what to do. But you're the one that has to do the work. And 
at first he was like, no. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to annoy the shit out of you every day then. And he was like, okay, fine. So I went over to his house. I bought him the most amazing book, How to Heal Your Life. Have you read that one? Uh, Louise Hay? Yes. I've oh had my, my copy since yes. the 90s, I think. Love that book. Um, and got him on that path. And months went by. And it was, I think, maybe a month ago. I'm driving down the street and there he is back to being the, oh, he went through chemo, lost all of his hair, had all the surgeries. And I'm rolled down my window. I'm like, oh my God, Tim. And he just said, Tasha, I can't thank you enough. Like who would have thought that me changing my mind on how I wanted or just being positive, you know, and saying, you know what, I can do this. He goes, once I started putting out all this good positive energy, it just started coming back to me like everywhere. And I'm like, right? I don't know. It was just such a good feeling. That's a feeling I need to tap into more yes. of because I. That's the why. Yeah. Yeah. And That's I said, why. thank you, Tim, so much because I want you here. You deserve to be here. And he just, he looks vibrant. His aura is different. Like he was so dark and heavy and now he's just like shining and it's like he's skipping around being the mailman and he's so happy now and just he's really living his life now so earlier earlier you said i have a really hard time tapping into the feelings so what would you say to people blah 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 and i said bring up a story mm. just hearing you and if i wish people could see you just yeah. now when you were telling that you were lit up yeah so that would be your that to me i'd be like oh my god you found it that's your juice and i have a lot of those stories that's your juice go into that story and then even expand on the story what color is this story what texture is this story you're just trying to get as much detail about it as possible oh my god you just pointed something out to me because as i was in that funk that was the switch for me so i ran into him i think it was like um a couple weeks ago or whatnot but then he just showed up and knocked on my door shortly after that and really went into depth with it. And it just made me feel so good. And then it was after that, I just started thinking, okay, I remember why I'm doing this, like keep going, even though things are tough. So yeah, you're right. Finding something that really lights you up to get you back on that path for sure. My switch yeah, was I was sitting next to this woman who I absolutely love. And we were talking about business and she said, you know, I've been in business for a really, really long time. And it took me at least three years of having a business before I started receiving a paycheck. Mm. And she said, I know what it's like to just feel down about yourself. I know what it's like just to feel like you're, you're, like you're failing. And she said, yeah. there, you're not failing because you just... You just keep tapping into that why. You just keep, we were talking about the why. Um, that was my, yeah, that was kind of my, kind of you, my wake up call. Did you, were you feeling like you were failing? Yeah. Be, yeah. To an extent. Absolutely. And I remember even saying that um, because I was stuck in that mode of it has to be all or nothing. Mm. And there is nothing about this part of me, the woo woo side of me. Like, I can't, I can't let that go. And okay. for some reason, I had it in my head. Those are my past stories coming up. Those yeah. are from past situations that it, in my life that are saying, oh, by the way, it has to be all or nothing. Because that's, 
that has been the past story. It's you have to walk away. You have to walk away. Yeah. And so this comes up and I'm like, I have to give this all up so I can bring mm-hmm. in more finances. I have to get it to do. And it was like, you don't have to give anything up. Yeah. Stay, stay really rooted in who you are and also do this and take the pressure off your plate. Yeah. That was the aha uh-huh moment. Um, and the reason I think it meant so much coming from her is she's right now the reigning Miss Universe. She just went to Paris Fashion Week. She went to New York Fashion Week. She models. She, this is like that person that mm-hmm. is that you see all put together. And she's like, nobody's always put together. Yeah. Nobody. Mm-mm. Like, that's just n- not possible. So she's like, I did not rely on my business to feed me. It fed me spiritually. It fed me in a lot of ways. So you do this thing over here, that's what feeds you, like yeah. in the literal sense. And then also you have that, that feeds your spirit until that takes off enough for you to just to walk away. Okay. And it was like a wait. Does that make sense? Because yeah. I'm like, totally. wait a minute. I don't have to have one or the other. I no. can have both. I can have both. Yeah. And see, I never felt like I was failing. I would tell myself, okay, if it comes down to this where I need to give up Mystic, I was telling myself, I didn't fail. I'm just being forced in a different direction because there's something else that I meant to do. But it was still terrifying, like, but what is that? So I was kind of wrapped up in that. Yeah, I don't know. I think the failure for me is in the core of my being, I know this is what I'm meant to this is this is what I'm meant to be oh, doing. Oh, 100%. Me too. I, I know that with every yeah. part of my being. Yep. And also, right, there's this pattern in my life where I've had to walk away from homes, relationships. It's, it's like a loss of everything. Bam. Yeah. The slate has to be cleared. And so all of that was coming up. Like, mm. oh, oh, oh mm. now I have to, now I have. And it's like just that conversation when I got in the car after our meeting that day, that's when that voice came in. It's like, where did you go? Like, yeah. where did you go? All the stuff you believe in? Hello? Yeah. Tap into it. Yeah. And the moment I did, yeah, she's and right. It all stems it's from just trauma. just like, oh, my God, I don't have to. I don't have to give up what I love. Mm-hmm. That was my past. That has nothing to do with, with today. Yeah. Becky. <laughs> Becky, sit down, Linda. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think we're coming up on like an hour and 20 minutes. Wow, this should yeah. probably. I know. We could talk like anytime me and Christina get together, we could talk for hours and hours and hours. I mean, I've said before, we are so passionate about what we do and it lights us up. Like it really does. Oh, my gosh. Um, And she will be on many more episodes, hopefully. <laughs> Uh, Christina was a Reiki healer here, and she's a medium also. She does do virtual, right? Yes, correct. Virtual. Um, We will put her information in the show notes below. Do you have any last-minute things that you want to say to everyone? Yeah, I really do, from the heart. Um, You're never alone in this. Mm -hmm. Please know you are never alone in this, and the feels are normal. We all all of the feels, it. all the doubts, all the concerns, all the work, all of that is so incredibly normal. My only ask 
would be that you start asking yourself those questions, the questions of why. Why is this my story? Why is that what I keep repeating to myself? And for my ladies out there, and even for men, but especially us women, we tend to do this. I have a golden rule. If you wouldn't say it to your daughter Mm, or your niece or your little sister, how dare you say it to yourself? Yep. We mentioned that in an episode too. Like the way we talk to ourselves is horrible. Awful. (laughs) Yeah. Awful. Yeah. So who told you that story? Is it true? Is that story true? And uh, no, you're the author. You get to share that, you know, honestly, you get to burn the book. Mm-hmm. You don't get to just rewrite it. You get to burn the book and create a completely different story. It's yours. It doesn't belong to me. It doesn't belong to Tasha. Yeah. It's, it's all your for life. you. Own yeah. it. Yeah. Beautifully said. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, and Tasha. we will see you all soon.